Welcome to the podcast of Pastor Leandra Sow. Pastor Leandra Sow is the pastor of a young and vibrant church in Cape Town, Faith Life Family Church. This podcast is tasked with duty to provide you with the very best teachings of Pastor Leandra Sow. Soak in and enjoy. Everything that God has done, He is the greatest person. 
Amen. 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 Hallelujah. If we think about the creation, if we think about what God has done, you know, um, at our work, regularly they will, the truck will come to do blood, to draw blood donation, to draw your blood. Because till this day, human beings have not been able to create even one drop of blood. God is, God is so great that we can't even copy anything that He does in that affair. That is how great God is. God is so great that when he spoke, the sun came out of his mouth. The sun is 1,000 times bigger than the earth. And that was the beginning. He's so great that he holds the universe in his head. The expanded, the, the great expanding universe. And when God said, let there be light, they, light is still forming till today. 13 billion years. Amen. How great is our God. Number two, the verse, John 3, 16 speaks of the greatest love ever shown. Yes, the Bible says, for God, then it says, so love. Meaning not as a love, but it was a love, the, the highest quality love, the, the strongest type of love. You know, in this world you get the love of a woman. It's a powerful love. Hey, few people can love like a woman can love. My goodness. We were, we were at the wedding yesterday. Hey! Who's ready? Who's ready? wedding at last But at this wedding, we heard about how the bride went through so many trials and temptations. Even Lloyd's is to worry.
Then number three, the verse speaks about God's love is directed to the greatest amount of people. The greatest number of people. Now some people can only love a few people. They say some people can only love their own families. Some people can only have love for their own children. But true love cannot expand outside of them. But the reason why the love of God is so quality and so great is because God's love is directed to all of us. And it is quality love. Wow, like I know this sister loves someone. She loves someone. And comes there. And I know for a fact, see, you know, see, I used to be on a profile picture. Where's the mother? Mother's here. Ma, let's hold this thing up today. I used to be a profile picture. I thought another person came and took my place now. I was so sad. I lost my place. I was number one in this girl's life. My father, my prophet, my dad. Don't see me build eyes for another person. Another young man. I, I had to send you out on, to another branch. <laughs> but you see, God's love is not like that. God's love, He loves you. The same 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 He loves all of us. God's love is quality love. It is powerful love. God loves the greatest number of people. He's not like me and you. And God, God is the, is the only one who can love a murderer. We maybe hate that person. But God loves that person. God loves a thief. God loves a drunkard. God loves a drunk addict. Even his heart is broken when you see that person in that condition. That's why God's love is the greatest because God is the only one who can even love certain people. Some of us feel here, you are not worthy of love. But I tell you, there is a greater love that has been extended to you. That has been shown to you. Yes. The Bible says that God commended His love towards us. In that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. So it showed you that God loved you even before you were right. Some people can only love you if you act in a certain way. Not what God Amen. I'll leave my I've such a short time to preach can't love this. Tell your neighbor, Jesus loves me, neighbor. He loves you. And tell your neighbor, Jesus loves even your enemy as well. And Jesus loves your neighbor as well. And Jesus loves that person who owes you money. Do you hear that from me? That is why the love of Jesus is so powerful. The love of God is so powerful. Then, they have such a total. Then, uh, I've got so many stories, I'm trying not to tell them because the time is so short. Then, This verse teaches us that God has given us as humans the greatest gift in that He gave His Son. 
God so loved the world that He gave His, his only Son. Now, they say there can be no love without giving. If you love someone, you will give something. Yeah, you will give your time, you will give your money, you will give you your food. I heard someone say, I heard someone say when he was when he was dating, our pastor was writing us, he said, when he was dating his, his girlfriend, who was now his wife, he said his girlfriend didn't know that they were poor. She would act as if they were rich. And one night the mother did stuff food. And then she was also there. This is so much like a chong that used to pour the basket. But she was sitting there and then he gave, gave her his food. And he didn't, he didn't make her understand that that was the last food. That if she ate that plate, he wouldn't have anything to eat. And he gave, he was smiling on her. And he, no, John was laughing, no, my food is in the microwave. You eat, meanwhile there was no food in the microwave. But because he loved her, he gave something to her. Yeah, he, and he didn't make her feel funny. You understand? So, love through love gives. So now, God doesn't talk about his love. You know, some people will say they love you, but they won't show it. You know, Jesus, Jesus said about the woman who, who uh, broke the, the, the oil on his feet and washed his feet with the hair. He said, he said, she has loved much because she gave much. Meaning, by what she's given me, I can see that this woman loves me. Yeah. You can see someone love by what they give you. No, anyone can say I love you, but what has the person given to you? What is the person willing not give to sacrifice for you? Boyfriend that say I love you, but I can't do anything for you. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. My God! No, you see, you see, women are wired differently. You know, women are wired by words. That's why when the snake came in the garden, he didn't give you. Just spoke to her. So men know that when you speak to a woman in a certain way, she will think that it is love. But I can tell you today, my sister, that love is not by what he says. Love is by what he can give. Love is by what he can sacrifice for you. That's when you know he loves me. Oh yes. Oh yes. There must be flowers in the church. There must be shoes in the church. There must be handbags bought. There must be money given to you. That's not that you are after the money. But you must put one and two together. Oh, they say perfect money. <laughs> okay, sorry, sorry, sorry. So, we know that God loves us because of the quality gift that He's given us. That He has given us the greatest gift. And the greatest gift that is given is his own son. Yeah. 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 Some of us, if, if you haven't had a child yet, you don't understand the love that you have for a child. When you when a child, when if, if I drink out of a bottle with you, right? You drink the bottle, and then I must not take the bottle. I will look at the bottle. Is it clean? 
I will wipe on us. But when it's your child, it's my goodness. You drink, but you see, you can eat out of each other's mouths. You can hold each other, you can sleep in each other's arms. You are one. What your child understand? All the mothers understand what I mean here. All the fathers, you understand that you are your you goodness. You see? Now for God to have given his own son. God told his son, I want you. These people are lost. I must give you for them not to be lost. For them not to go to hell. That is what God has given us. He's given his son. So he showed us that I really love these people. And I'm sacrificing my son for them. Amen. That is why we sing about Jesus. You know, there's a song that says, On a hill far away, Sing with me. Stood an old rugged cross, the emblem of suffering and shame. How I love that old cross. And it says, Where the dearest and best for the world of lost sinners were slain. And I'll cherish the old rugged cross. But that song says, Where the dearest and the best for a world of lost sinners was slain, was killed. There is nothing greater in the universe than Jesus Christ. There is nothing higher or value than the Son of God who was given for us to die. Amen. Clap your hands for the Son of God. Then, now, this verse teaches us, God shall love the world that again is only begotten Son. That whosoever believe in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Amen. Okay. God, this verse teaches us the greatest invitation. And this invitation is the invitation to become saved. To become a child of God. All of us here, Jesus, you can change the sound also sometime ago. All of us here, God is inviting us into a relationship with Him. God is... Thank you. Okay. That's what it's better. All of us here must know that God is inviting you into a relationship with Him. God has used so many preachers, so many things, people to come and speak with Him. Thank you. God has so many things, so he, he, he is inviting you all the time. So number one, you have, God is giving you the greatest invitation to become a child of God. And not just to become a child of God, but God is inviting you into heaven. And the door to go to heaven is through the Son, through the cross of the Son. That is what God has given you. So God has given us the greatest invitation. Yes. But many times we reject the invitation to be saved, to not pay for your sins because He paid for your sins. We say Amen. Yeah. Hallelujah. Now one year I worked with a guy, he's dead today, but he told me, I asked him, what do you do? He said, I'm a wedding planner. And so I asked him, wedding planner? Because I was just about to get married, I think. So I asked him, you're a wedding planner, let me talk to you. Then he says, no, I, I only do weddings with a budget of 250,000 rand and up. Yeah. 
And then he said, and this wedding I'm doing now is like a two point something million wedding. And he said, if you get invited to this wedding, your invitation means that it is at least 20,000 rand. You get food, you get accommodation, they come and pick you up. That's a whole to do if you get invited. Yeah. I thought, isn't that a powerful invitation to go to a wedding like that? But the problem with the wedding is only, they keep no, and it's clear. More than one of you tell them, there's one of you tell them, but the invitation that God has given to, to us as men is that if you receive my son, that you will be in heaven, not for a short time, but you will be in heaven for eternity, walking on streets of God, eating the best and loving the best. That is what God, but the way to get there is to receive his son. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm just preaching about this great invitation. Then, uh, this verse, John 3, 16, teaches us that God has given us the greatest and simplest method to enter heaven by believing in His Son. You see, if it wasn't for Jesus being saved and for Jesus died for us, and for us, uh, the, the simple thing you must do is you must just believe in Him. You don't have to pay any money. Imagine if they said, Brother Bond, you can only go to heaven if you can pay five million dollars. I saw a movie once, I think it's, the movie's name is 2012. And in this movie, the earth is like this volcanic volcanoes. But the billionaires have bought a special ship. That if the earth now is destroyed, they will go into the special ship. But in order to go into the ship, you must pay billions and billions and billions. So that means only a few people can be saved if salvation depended on money. That is why God said, in order for you to go to heaven, you don't need to pay any money. It is not about paying here, it is about believing that Jesus is the Son of God, that He will wash your sins away and walk in that way. It's such a simple method that's really for everyone. Amen. Hallelujah. Then, my second last point is that this verse teaches us, John 3, 16, it teaches us about the greatest escape ever. Yeah. Meaning, you will come out of the worst thing you can ever come out of. We must all know, the Bible says, David said that, in sin my mother conceived me. That means, we we all, we, even before we were born, we were on our way to hell because we received the sinful state of our mothers and fathers. But not just that, we also, once we became by our own minds, once we started to think, they call it the age of accountability, we've also made wrong choices. How many of us can say that we've done so many bad things? We've done so many evil things. And the Bible says the soul that sins must die. And then the Bible says, without blood being spilled, there can be no forgiveness of sin. Wow. So we all had a debt we couldn't pay. We've, we've, we, there was no way for us to pay the sins that we have committed. Amen. Yeah. Mr. Bagel always asks, how many of you have lied before? Yeah. How many of us here can look at and say, you've, you've told a few lies before? Yeah. 
How many of us can say you've told a hundred lies before? Two hundred lies going once. Your whole life. Now, some people are lying over here right now. I tell you. How many of us you've stolen before? Yeah, hey, you've stolen. My hand is up. Does the keyboard player hasn't stolen anything? Oh, man. Huh? How many you've stolen food out of the pot before? The food was coming. You were there. No, 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 no. Hey! Some of us must lift our feet as well. Then the Bible says, then, then also another sin is fornication. How many of us have committed fornication and adultery? Now, before you lift your hand or not lift your hand. The Bible says, if you look at the woman yeah. and you desire them, how many of us have to make the fornication? Look at somebody say, Amen. Yeah. Mm. I need something to 
make me look like this. And the only thing that washes away sins is the blood of Jesus. That's why Jody said that it is to the highest mountain. It goes to the lowest valley. It is the blood that cleanses, that frees. It is Jesus' blood. Yeah. That is why you must be saved because you die in your sins. You cannot go to heaven. That was my biggest fear. Was always that, hey, how can I escape? Jesus is the only way of escape. You must have it in your life so that you can escape hell. The worst thing is for me is worrying about my family members. I try to get some help. And I always talk to them that, that you must escape hell. That hell is a terrible place. You know, Kenneth is his aunt. His aunt never believed hell. See, she even said all these pastors, they are only after money. And she, she spoke so many negative things about the church. Like some of our family members do. Then when she was about to die, he was preaching somewhere and then they said, they called him, Ken, your aunt is about to die. And he went to go visit her. When he visited her, she looked, I think she had cancer, she was at the last point. And she grabbed him and he said when he looked into her eyes, her eyes, eyes were like glass. And she said, Ken, tell me there's no hell. Tell me that hell does not exist. Tell me that God is not real. Tell me it's all a lie. He looked at her and he said, my aunt, I can't say that. Heaven is real. Hell is real. God is real. Salvation, but she, she didn't want to accept it. They said, as she was dying, she was shouting, she was screaming. She, she said, I'm going down, I'm going down, I'm going down, I'm going down. You see, she did not have to go down because there was already an escape way for her. And all of us, we were on our way to hell. But we thank God there was an escape way.
Now someone said, someone said a powerful thing, he said, even atheists, even atheist scholars, they all believe that Jesus Christ was a real man. And then he died on the cross. Even the atheists, even they will say in, in history that Jesus Christ was a real man. And then he died on the cross. Yeah. Hey, that's why, that's why we must receive it because there's no other way. So, how can you be saved? Number one is that you must believe. And I'm aiming here. The Bible says, Jesus said in the book of John, chapter 24, John chapter 8, verse 24, Jesus said, I told you that you will die in your sins if you do not believe. So many people do not take the escape because they do not believe. And what happens when you don't believe is that you die in your sins. Then, number two is that you must repent. Repent, believe. Repent, repent simply means that you stop the sins that you keep on committing. You turn your back on it. You see, the fact that you believe in something is that you obey that thing as well. Yeah. You turn away from sin. Hey, when I was young, my biggest fear was always hell. And uh, can you all hear me? Uh, I grew up in a church where my pastor was very good at preaching about hell. Yay! <laughs> when the service was done, normally he preached on hell at night. I didn't open the prayer, he went till night. So now you go home with the thought of hell. Yay! And you, the way you preach it, you, you are praying. I don't want to know that. Yes. It was my biggest, and through that fear, I came out from it. Because the Bible says some people will be saved through their fear. I'm one of them. I did not want to end up there. Yes. But in order to be saved, you must repent. You can't say, I'm saved, but you keep on living that same way. You keep, you know, John Osteen, as I'm ending, he gave his heart to the Lord. He was a young man, he was a young man. And he gave his heart to the Lord, I think on a Friday, and he was baptized on a Saturday. But the next Friday, his friends asked him, come, we are going to the club. Are you not coming? He says, no, I'm not going tonight. They came to him, come, let's go to the club. He said, I'm not going. Then they, he said, oh, are you with those Jesus people now? When, when they said that, he said, wait, wait, wait. He said, he said the John Austin you knew is dead. They drowned him in the baptism pool. That is you, what you must say if you want to be saved. That old person is dead. I'm a new person now. Yeah. We must repent. You can't keep loving faith that means you haven't received him truly. Everybody, you know, this man, come here, please. Hey, be my the very dangerous man. My friends, just by say where you can find that big this man, stay, let me come down. 
This man was running around with guns and bloodless stones. He would sleep with the gun under the mattress, under his pillow. Very, very dangerous man. Very, very dangerous man. Huh? But if I ask him now, do you still have a gun in your possession? Everything. That is when we know that you are truly saved. Otherwise, you are not. 
and you are on your way to the wrong place. Where the flame doesn't go out and the world doesn't die. The Bible calls it the second death, the lake of fire. Yeah. If you do not obey, you cannot escape. So that's what I offer you today, the greatest verse. And I think I, I explain it to you in a way where you can understand it. Where you can value it. But I want to tell you, do not wait till tomorrow. The Bible says today is the day of salvation. Amen. Today you can receive Jesus. Amen. Amen. If anyone can close your eyes, please, and bow your head. No one should move around, please. Thank you, my dear. Beautiful. You are here today, and you say, Pastor, please pray with me. Please pray for me. I must give my heart to Jesus. Maybe you've backslidden, maybe you've fallen back, or it's your first time. But you must become saved today. Your sins must be wiped away. You must be set free. You know if you had to die today, that you would not go to heaven. But you want to say, Pastor, please pray with me. Please pray for me. I want to become a child of God. I want to be made new. Today, Jesus loves you. And is ready to give you a chance. He's calling you. It's the greatest invitation. It's the greatest escape. It's the greatest opportunity. And it is here for you right now. It's the greatest love. Today, I want to tell you, open your heart. Jesus is calling you. You want to give your heart to the Lord? Just where you are sitting, I want you just to lift up your hand very quickly. Just lift up your hand very quickly. I see your hand. I see your hand. I see your hand, my dear. I see your hand, my dear. This is very, very serious. This is very, very serious. Jesus is knocking on the door of your heart today. I see your hand. I see your hand. I see your hand.
Welcome to the podcast of Pastor Leandra Sow. Pastor Leandra Sow is the pastor of a young and vibrant church in Cape Town, Faith Life Family Church. This podcast is tasked with duty to provide you with the very best teachings of Pastor Leandra Sow. Soak in and enjoy it.